0: Welcome to another segment of Market Overdrive. I am your host, residential real estate broker, Carla Mina. And I thought (laughs) I sport this cool hat today just because my co-host made an uh, attempt to tickle your, you know fancy today by stating uh, please go ahead and tell us what you did on social media today that I must clarify.
1: Everyone's just got to lighten up a little bit so we're just making sure that people are still smiling and being happy. We're happy we're here. Look at everybody. How are you today Tammy?
2: I'm doing so well. I have three and a half weeks till baby comes so I'm on the countdown Uh, but life is good. I'm glad to be here with you guys today.
0: Life is great. And yes, there is a lot of fear going on today and this previous week about the coronavirus. And we are as as professionals, we get it, right? We are in the trenches. We're showing properties. We're exposing ourselves to the public because we're always serving the public. Um, I want to take this opportunity to let everybody know that regretfully we are canceling the St. Jude event on Saturday, despite our efforts to, you know, stay true to St. Patrick's Day and make sure that we gave you an opportunity, uh, to celebrate. Uh, we cannot keep it open we delegated we discussed this and we understand that um, we need to keep the public safe and we're not going to be having the event we are going to be postponing it for another date a date has not yet been uh, decided upon but we want to thank everybody who registered and bought their tickets because these were prepaid tickets 410 of you wow thank you so much and to my executive experience committee I seriously heart you I know that we've been working till Midnight uh this week Tammy thank you I she's pregnant you guys and she was literally uh Jasmine in the crew here also creating posters live auction items we have amazing staff we have amazing crew to sell for 110 tickets mm-hmm. took a huge huge effort and i want to thank all of you who parta- participated in this and purchased your tickets in support of the children at St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital so great show today uh yes please call Joe and seriously If we want to make jokes on social media, it's just our way to kind of lighten up and It's tragic what's happening, right? But we cannot let fear take over. And we have an expert in the studio today who's going to help you navigate through that. We have a great show. We have an investor, a realtor who specializes in the south side of Chicago with rental property. There's going to be a short window of opportunity for you guys to invest and buy, buy, buy stuff. And of course, I know we're getting a hit in the stock market. So let's shift that interest into real estate as always. And we also have Juani Honeycock. Yeah. I didn't mess up her name, did I, Joel?
1: No, you nailed it. That's okay, awesome. Okay,
0: well, she's here, too, to tell you about how to strategically invest in real estate. So, great show today today. Joel, can you please enlighten us? What's going on in your trenches?
1: Okay, so my in the trenches this week is all about giving back to real estate agents and helping them take the next step to get deals while rates are low. So there's something more to be said than just rates are low. What does it actually mean, right? So I'd be doing two things if I was a real estate agent right now. I'd be going back to all the people that didn't list a property in the last couple of months. And now that the rates are low, The buyer pool is huge, okay? There's going to be a lot more people stepping out there because their mortgage on a $300,000 place is $200 less than it was last year. And so if you can call expireds, you can call canceleds, and just people that were getting ready to put their place on the market, you're going to get more listings. Listings in the ground equals dollars. So if I was a realtor, I'd be doing that all day long.
2: Miss Tammy, how are you, love? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, my trenches, from the trenches today, uh, you know, I feel like everybody should be saying this, but really my advice is get teed up to lock your rate. You may not have liked rates this afternoon. You may not have liked them last Friday. You might have loved them last Friday. They're, the market's volatile. Interest rates are volatile. They're bouncing around but they're still at all-time lows and the bottom line is we don't know how long this is going to last and we don't know how low they're going to go. You can't just you know, necessarily lock a loan same day, especially if you're talking about a purchase. You need to have an address to lock that loan on. So call your mortgage person. Call Joel. Call myself. Uh, we will get you all ready and teed up and when your interest rate that you want, is it in the threes? Is it in the twos? Whatever it is, when it comes up, then we can lock you in that moment and you just saved yourself thousands and thousands of dollars. That's what we're here to do for you.
0: My into trenches is the same as I mentioned earlier today. It's, of course, take uh, this window of opportunity, since you're liquidating, maybe shifting your money from the stock market to real estate, it is a great opportunity to buy property. And rental property is my recommended strategy for this year, all, all throughout the year. Um, so this is something that I encourage. That is my in the trenches. Joe, do you want to go ahead and give us a formal introduction of your guest today? Well,
1: it's spring and we're starting to see the weather warm up. And so every time this year, we really want to bring on an expert that can talk about the spring market and what sellers need to do to get ready. And I'm so excited. Today, that we have Wani Honeycutt. She is with Jameson Sotheby's International Realty. Wani, how are you?
3: Hello, I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited
1: to be here. Tell me what's going on in the spring market. Before Ra- she
0: gets to the spring market, listen to that voice. Whoa. Can you do that again? Yeah. How did that go? Is that raspy? Are you oh a singer? Oh my gosh,
3: no. <laughs> my whole life, just raspy. I mean, when you call somebody, I'm sure it's like,
0: hey, I'm going to stay on the line with her longer. <laughs> I know. That's how I beat them in. Yeah. <laughs> do you play guitar too?
3: I wish. I wish I could even sing. You have you a soulful you. voice. I love it, Juani. <laughs> I think I just soothe people into the industry, yeah. Let's just buy a house, let's sell a house. I love yeah. it, Yeah, it's Great personality. Sorry,
1: you know, Joel. It's all right. You also soothe people when they're getting ready to list a property, right? I do. So, what I do we do. need to do? There's so many different things that happen when you're getting ready to put a property on the market. What's something that we got to do yeah. when we're getting ready to I'm sell? gonna
3: follow what Tammy said and yeah. say, Tee up your property. Yeah. Okay, um, we are in the HTTV era. And if you are not Instagram worthy, if you are not HGTV worthy, it's not that your house isn't worth it. It's just that no one is going to buy it. Right, And that goes from a simple, just paint the walls, resand the floors, the minimal dollars it will cost you, you will get that back tenfold because people are out looking for blood.
1: Are people thinking they don't need to put property money into the property right now? Tell us how you overcome that.
3: Yeah, I think um, I go in there with a very straightforward strategy and I let people know that, Hey, we are long gone with the days of there being wiggle room in your price or giving credits for redoing floors or painting. No one's going to even ask for that. So if you're serious about selling, you have to invest in your home. And one of my most important factors of that is, please do not choose how to update the home. Let me help
1: you. Right. Like a general contractor for real
4: estate, right? Yes.
3: (laughs) Let the experts come in because you're also not renovating it for you and your taste. We're renovating it for the general market so that you can make top dollar.
1: Okay. So is there a certain dollar amount? This isn't big time investing, right? We're not talking putting a hundred grand into a house. What are some of the dollars that you're seeing that really make a big payoff?
3: Yeah. Seriously from, you know, I've got clients that have one bedroom, one bath units, Mm -hmm. and we're talking about spending $1,500 to $2,000 to refresh a unit.
1: To actually get sales, to get somebody in the door. You can't get them in the door without it looking good, right? Without
3: it looking good. And I'm probably going to get them about 10 grand more. Then if they didn't do it, they're going to have longer market time, they're going to be stuck in the price drop game, and they're going to sell for far less than what they would have if they would have just done a simple refresh. And that goes with decluttering. Clean your homes, get it professionally cleaned, get a storage unit, invest in the $150 or the free month, the dollar for a storage unit, and let's declutter
1: Carla, did you hear this? She said $1,500 in and she's getting over $10,000 back
5: typically.
0: I love it. I mean, that's a great investing. I always find it. It's interesting because I always tell clients, it's the short-term flipping property. You're flipping it to yourself because you're still living in it. But it's true. No one wants to buy property that's not turnkey. So little things like that. And this is funny though, honey, because um, I went to do a listing presentation yesterday and my client's like, I lived in this property for how many years? I think she bought it in 2013. And she's like, and I told my husband to paint the fence. I don't want to paint the fence. Now that we're moving, we have to paint the fence. But guess what? They didn't need to paint the fence because the exterior of the fence was fine, but the interior was just kind of like crummy, you know? So I'm like, no, but the chipping paint around the garage, that we need to take care of because of FHA issues. And so you really need to speak with an expert to let you know exactly what it is that you need to invest that, per se, $1,500 on. Yeah.
3: And I mean, it really is as simple as just changing paint. And it's not doesn't have to be the whole unit. Sometimes it's just one room and and cleaning and decluttering. But um, every time I've ever done it, my clients look at the pictures and they fall in love with their home. And I hear a very similar story where they're like, we wanted to do this and we wish we would have done that. And in the seven years living here, you know, oh, we got a credit for that when we bought, but we never fixed it. But now you have to do it. (laughs) Or you're not going to sell. I mean, it's just that's how the game changed. Um, The wiggle room conversation, there is no more wiggle room. You have to be at market. Uh, And if you're not willing to make those drastic changes or put $1,000 into it, then you have to be slightly under market because you have to adjust for those expectations and the imagination that these very tech savvy and very TV addicted buyers are looking for. They want move-in ready. Even the ones that say they're willing to do a project, they don't want to do a
1: project. I love that you say that. Okay, so (laughs) I know that you know cold everything to help these sellers. Let's turn before you go and just talk about buyers and what they can go out and get right now in the spring market. What are some of the strategies that you're seeing as far as when they go after places that have been on the market a short period of time versus days and days on the market. What is is your strategy?
3: My favorite challenge. I actually, I I have a client case in point right now. And, you know, lucky enough, this home, because they didn't prep, because they didn't do the work, has been on the market for a very long time. We have been lucky enough to get it under contract. It took me, you know, taking my clients there four times to show them. And in Those six weeks, my clients have seen over and over again that the homes that are, I'm talking half the square footage, Mm -hmm. they're smaller, but they're fully renovated, they're completely done, they're selling at list price right away, but there's no more at, you can't add to it. They are already grown out of it before they've moved in. You're
1: paying for somebody else's upgrade.
3: Exactly. So there's nothing they can do to increase value in- we don't know. Could this be the top of the market? I don't know. Whereas this other home, I kept saying, this is your dream. Every day people ask me, where's the deal? Where's the deal? Right. I will buy good bones over a brand new lipstick on a pig home every day. <laughs> Not. I mean, there's great builders. There's great flippers out there. Some of them aren't. And the ones that sell quickly, I've also noticed there's a quick trade on those as well i will look at the history and within the last five years they've already retraded two or three times that tells me it was a bad flip job
1: so why is something on the market for a long time and what is the number one thing that you're seeing and why would a buyer still go in if a hundred other people have passed on it
3: no imagination okay again this home case in point it is it's got the square footage it's got the room you know what it doesn't have white cabinets you can paint those I mean, the basement is gorgeous. You know what you can do? Put a floating floor in the basement. You don't have to add on it. You don't have to dormer. You don't have to buy architect plans. And they finally saw that because they actually saw everything else selling pretty quickly. But then I made them go to the homes that were the comps of the ones that were renovated in an equal size. that were Also selling in three days. And I said, do you see how they painted their cabinets and they got $150,000 more? That's this space. And it just light bulb. And I said, that's the house I'm going to buy.
1: So, Wanda, you're an expert in this. (laughs) And I wanted to make sure that I brought Tammy in on this question that I have. Because when you talk about finding a property with the right bones... Tammy, there's programs that you can do if you're buying the right place to get renovation, right? Tell the people that are out there right now how they could actually buy something that's in the right area, but maybe doesn't look right and they don't have a big budget to cover the expenses of a big remodel.
2: Yeah, most people don't know that. You have opportunities through conventional loans, just like Joel is saying, uh, and through FHA even to do your acquisition, your your purchase, and the renovation cost all in one. And then you're looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of between 35 to 10% down, depending on the program that you choose, and that's of the total cost. So you don't have to buy the property outright and then pay for all the renovations. You don't have to do them as separate transactions. You're looking at putting all that together and putting down a little tiny down payment. It, and then you you get your dream home
1: and it's a lot easier than it used to be right oh it's, yeah it's not just some kind of far-fetched program you can literally buy a place and get the money to do the rehab loan
2: they've streamlined the processes now
1: yeah so, so that would be very helpful do you see so that so helpful
3: and I, you know i love that there are programs like that i would I, i'm going to and i want it to be promoted more because i think that is the fear is that they either think they don't have the finances to do it or the time. And I'm not talking about full gut rehabs, mm-hmm. rip off a roof and add a floor. I'm really talking about sand the floors, yeah. paint, paint the cabinets, change a countertop. And what Simple. room is the most
1: important for most people? The
3: kitchen. You're right. Yes. The kitchen and then your bathroom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Where we spend all our time. And
3: once everyone is educated on that option, and again, a lot of people don't know about that maybe not free month of no mortgage, yeah. but... That is what I'm teaching my clients. Hey, if you stay in your rental for an extra month or two, you're really – we can balance this out and we can work it so that you're not losing money. You're gaining equity, and then you're going to get your dream home without paying somebody else, and they make all the money.
1: I love that you say that. So now we've covered how you can actually get your property ready to go for the spring market, Wani. We've talked about how buyers can go in and find the right house, or maybe not the house that they want done, but in the right block, right? So these are great tips from Wani on the spring market. Anything else before we go that just you got to get out there that people just don't know?
3: I mean, I think just in general, we're in a fabulous time yeah. to buy and to sell you know like tammy keeps saying historically these rates they're amazing yeah. to not take advantage of the free money that's out there and and we are seeing that with all generations that dream of home homeowner, home ownership is coming back it is there everybody's feeling confident everybody wants that here in chicago we're becoming very new york chicago lifestyle where it was cool to rent for a little bit but now those rents are, they're increasing. And people do want to do things on their own. They want to paint and put up pictures without asking a landlord. That's right. So we're getting back to that.
1: You're knocking it out of the park. Before you go, please just tell us where they can find you. Maybe give a phone number and where we can find you online if we want to get our property listed with you.
3: Perfect. Absolutely. Contact me anytime. My cell phone. I'm addicted to it. Seven seven three nine six eight six six two five. 773-968-6625. <laughs> Uh, Instagram, house by Honeycut B-U-Y. Um, and, you know, just reach out at Jameson Sotheby's. My email is wani,
0: J-U-A-N-Y, at com. You
1: knocked it out of the park.
0: Spoken like a true realtor, right? My phone, I'm addicted to it. It's like, yeah, we get it. We are. I think it's the only profession that where you're like, oh, wait, if you're not responding, like, instantaneously, yeah. you're like the worst realtor in the world. My kids even, uh,
3: they're... Four and five, and they will play phone
0: and say, no, I'm in a meeting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's grooming them young, grooming them young. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you for having me. Love it. Great stuff. You know, Joel, uh, I do appreciate the conversation about how to price properties in this spring market, right? Because statistically, we've always known that we're supposed to you know, get the property ready, but everybody's like, oh, spring market, your pricing is going to go up, right? Because from fourth quarter to now entering into spring market, I love the fact that we addressed it, that we have to be strategic with pricing. And I love that she mentioned that you have to come in a little bit lower if your property is not turnkey and then be very competitive and there's no more premiums. Everybody has to be realistic, but it is in fact the right time to sell and buy. Because if you need to liquidate the investment, there's still an opportunity because buyers are taking advantage of this amazing historical rates.
1: It is really crazy. You always hear people saying it's the best time to buy. And at the same time you're hearing somebody say it's the best time to sell. It really <laughs> is right now. There really is an opportunity. If you want to list your place to sell, buyer pool is huge because rates are literally at 50 or lows. So go out and let somebody lend you money in the threes for the next 30 years. I'm telling you, a couple of years from now, we're going to be kicking ourselves if we didn't go out ourselves and get a couple of properties because the rates just cannot stay where they're at right now. So it was really awesome that Wani was on. And I know that, Tammy, you got something out of that as well.
2: Absolutely. I loved everything that Wani had to say. Um, and to your point, Joel, uh, you know, my husband and I were looking at properties a year ago, year and a half ago, and had found one that we were interested in. But life was hectic and we just didn't go through with it. Compared rates recently between what we would have closed on that house a year ago and what we would be able to get right now. And the payment, the monthly payment is $500 lower if I were to do it right now because of the, where the interest rates are at. Now, if you add that up on your you know, cost and expense difference or if you're looking at investment property, this difference is huge. Take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, and it's all about the right opportunity. And taking that even further, if you're buying an income producing property like a two flat or four flat or heck, even commercial loans are amazing with the interest rates now. So acquiring these type of assets, it's very lucrative at the time, you can leverage these low interest rates. And so obviously, your income is going to be significantly higher, because you're going to be generating more money if you're not paying your business partner, the lender, uh, a chunk of that income. So uh, Tammy, go ahead and introduce your guest. I'm really excited. I'm excited for this, too, because, um, you know,
2: if, if we didn't say the word coronavirus today, we would be the only place in the nation not talking about it. It's on everybody's minds, and it's caused a lot of fear and panic. Uh, we wanted today to take an opportunity to talk about the state of fear, the effects of fear, and uh, what that's doing in our market, also what that's, what that's doing in, in yourself. So we have a special guest today that I want to introduce uh she is best-selling author and researcher, award-winning transformational coach and healer, a seven-time winner of the US Department of Defense grant founder of the new ravenous life healing center here in chicago and her work has been featured on hay house right here on wgn buzzfeed thrive global usa today and many many others so uh, without any further ado i'd like to introduce you to dr marina costina good evening everybody thank you super super excited to have you here um so you're here to talk with us today about this big, scary topic of fear. Uh, the whole world is, is worried right now about
5: coronavirus. Are you seeing this with your own clients? Uh, well, with my clients, I'm very lucky. But I see it with my colleagues and in my industry in general that people skip classes, that people don't, don't shop for their appointments. And uh, fear by itself is really a natural emotion, right? It's triggered by a perceived threat, right? Uh, so, And it keeps us safe. So we're happy to have fear in our uh, life, but it's uh, the state of fear, uh, the prolonged state of fear, or that is almost borderline with panic. That is what really worries me personally. So
2: are you seeing with what's happening in society right now, globally, are you seeing that more as a prolonged or getting
5: to be a prolonged state of fear versus uh, just the the influence or the informative fear? Absolutely. I think that uh, a lot of it is um, really not conscious decisions that are, you know, like, for example, we talk about that people go and buy uh, toilet paper and we have a shortage Mm -hmm. of toilet paper. And then, you know, all of the ridiculous things that are happening in a sense, uh, why um, it happens, because when we're in panic, um, panic happens when we lose sense of control, right? And so people try to overcompensate for that by things that they know what to do. Uh, generationally, when, there is, when we're in the state of war, right? In different uh, cultures, we buy uh, supplies, right? Salt, uh, bread, uh, milk, uh, all of those things, right? Now we get sanitizers and uh, toilet paper, right? It really doesn't help us, Necessarily not to get the virus, but this is a sense of some sort of perceived control that people have.
0: I'm from a third world country, right? Mm, <laughs> <So> me too. <laughs> I keep saying, like, guys, I survived malaria, right? <laughs> not that I am bragging about this, but it's like, keep calm and collected. I have two kids and the fear is like, are we going to send the kids to school? I'm like, there's normalcy in such activities. So I'm going to create normalcy within my family so that we can continue to, you know, to carry on. Absolutely. I, I understand that there is some, you know, risk associated with those activities. Just like I was, you know, I'm sure people were saying, are you still holding an event for 410 people? Well, we increased sales overnight, but you know, because people did want to celebrate St. Jude and they did mm-hmm. want to celebrate St. Day, And I just don't give in to the fear. And I understand that we have to be cautious. But the whole fear tactic when we understand that, you know, media is always about placating fear. So it's like, why are we, you know, just like promoting all this like anxiety around people, and you have to remember, there's people who are at home, who can't go outside and see that, you know, the lights are still on.
5: Absolutely. And you know, even if uh, from biological point of view, right, we're talking about the virus that we need to fight with our immune system. Well, fear actually lowers your immune system because fear moves all of the resources of the body towards the survival functions. So all of the functions that are not uh, focused on survival, like your digestion, right, is going to be uh, given less attention by your body, which is really scary because this is where the problem is. So we're actually not moving away from the problem. We're moving towards the problem by staying longer in that fear. And, for, and from the neurobiological point of view, right, we create those pathways in our brain that is like the stimulus response, you know, so we really are, a, you know, generation that probably will experience a lot of depression, a lot of PTSD after all of this events. So yes, educate yourself, get out of social media, because that's not the news that you want to hear, right? Uh, and focus on yourself like you do with your family. Absolutely. The normalcy. The rituals that you do that help you be strong emotionally, psychologically, and physically. Absolutely.
2: So Joel, uh, as far as coronavirus, are you seeing any effects of this in the market, either indirectly or directly with your, your clients?
1: I think right now we're going to see less people going out physically to properties. I know that's going to be something that in the real estate world, we're just not ready to brace for yet. But as we see different large scale events closing down, right? St. Patrick's Day, for example, Major League Baseball, NHL, you will start to see people that irrationally get scared and then they will not go outside. So doctor, is there something that people can do just as far as their own immune system in case they do get it? We're not talking so often about the people that could get this and recover are there things that we can do naturally just to keep our immune system safe.
5: Absolutely. And, you know, uh, the precautions, you know, the sanitary, you know, wash your hands, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, things like that. But I also think that a lot of it happens within, right? It's a good time to pause. And I think that the kind of it's a universal reminder of what are our priorities and what do we do for our own well-being? Because, as a society, in general, all over the world, we're so now high tech oriented. We're running, uh, without any breaks, right? This is a good time to pause and just look at yourself and see what makes you happy, what makes, what creates your wellness. I think this is a beautiful reminder for all of us. I love that you say that because, um, when I arrived here, I was so
0: overwhelmed. I was literally in tears. Because we work so hard mm-hmm. to put this event together. And, you know, obviously, you know, our, our partners at Gibson's Italia have done a, a lot to contribute to the event and its success. But there's so many other members that have secure auction items. They're making phone calls. I mean, to have an event that calls for 410 atten- attendees or guests, it's really, it's, it's a lot of work, right? So. I was overwhelmed and I wanted to cry and I'm like, Oh my God. And I even talked to Tammy about this and, and I said, Tam, Tammy gave me a date and I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I don't remember this. And I'm, so, I'm all over the place. And she's like, you're not all over the place. You're just doing a lot. Mm-hmm. You're so busy. I mean, we're managing a flip right now. We're doing this show, you know, production and all that jazz, and then this event, and then my children, and hockey, and baseball, and tutoring, and, and it's just like I'm still a human being. So I love that you said that this is an opportunity to pause and invest in
5: yourself quietly. Absolutely. And I love your word humanity. I think we all need to look at that. Quality of ourselves, right? Find that humanity because you know I don't want to look at another person who is next to me who is sneezing without compassion and with anger. That's what happens right now, and this really <laughs> well, except for you.
0: No. Everybody, is, can I tell you we had to we had to clean our hands with hand right. san- sanitizer yeah. before we enter this space um, because we're obviously speaking into mics and all that jazz. But I love that you say that because we're trying to make fun of this and, and not because we're obnoxious or don't care. I mean, we all give back and we're all humanitarians and philanthropic, but yes, you're right. People are going to start being so fearful. They're not going to want to be, you know, somebody's nieces. I was talking to Jasmine earlier today in the, in the conference room and I was like sneezing and, and it's just, I don't know, like, sorry, doctor, <laughs> it's like, you got
1: a smile. Gonna,
5: you're going to get kicked off of social media. Okay. Right? You got a <laughs>
1: smile. We're taking it yeah. seriously, but you also are right. There's a lot of fear going on.
5: Absolutely. And uh, you know, I think that how are we going to conquer this if we're all so isolated and we're all against each other? You know, how we're going to conquer this. Fear needs to be, it, it is a great signal for us, but fear needs to be faced, um, you know, like even when you, you got to go through the fear, right, in order to really find the solution for that. So I think that this whole isolating Face each other it. and uh, going against each other right? Uh, I think that's uh, that is the scariest part of all of this uh, fear-based uh, market right now in, in general.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well it's one of the natural outcomes, right? Or the natural byproducts of when fear is really gripping a society. It's fear of the unknown. People don't know if they're going to catch it or not. They're afraid. I would get afraid if somebody... I'm very pregnant right now and yes. my immune system is already very vulnerable. So if somebody sneezed sitting close to me, I would also be terrified. But to your point, to remember um, the, the humanity of it all and that we're in this together and to educate yourself on the actual data about the virus, the, the extremely low um, fatality rate and, and things like that, you know, read up on it. Um, and then this, none of this that we're talking about, about, you know, steering away from fear and focusing on something more positive and getting yourself in a better mindset, none of that is to say, don't practice caution. Um, You know, there's, there's, it's obvious, it should be obvious to be, to be cautious and and we can go on with life and still be practicing caution. Um, But I do want to ask you, Dr. Marina, um, Mm -hmm. because you have authored this amazing book. Um, that is available on Amazon, you guys. Um, called "Find the G Spot of Your Soul," and it's written. For,
0: okay, for you real. tell more <laughs> for real. Super but, steamy. <laughs> Joel, you must get one. Everybody Not must get one. It's a G-spot great
2: spot of whatever, but you know the, the book. There you go. The G Spot of Your Soul. I don't think the G Spot of the Soul is is exclusively female. Oh no, no, men can have and a G Spot of their soul the too. Men have the Spot
5: of their soul too. But
2: there's there's so much uh, wisdom packed in there, and I know that it wasn't just this is not just a random book the things that you say in there and in real life to your clients and like you're saying to us today they come from your personal experience Um, and so would you mind sharing with us just a little bit I know you have like a, a fear, some of your fear accomplishments and overcoming is because of that.
5: Will you oh, tell yeah. us a little bit? Absolutely. I think that my personal fear led me to my life mission. Um Several years ago, I found myself um, worse in worse state than when I came to this country <laughs> with one bag. <laughs> I found myself with no home. I was pretty much homeless. I lived um, out of a yoga studio where I taught and uh, I showered in the gym. Um, I lost uh, a lot of things, my family and things like that. So... While I was in fear in that time, I decided that I'm going to go through it, and the fear itself showed me those aspects of myself that I needed to work on more that got me into that situation, and thanks to that, I started, I completely changed my profession, 100 degrees, right, uh, at an already not a very young age, and uh, now I have the... Uh, really thriving practice, uh, healing practice. And I thank that experience in my life, if it weren't there, I would be in my safe zone being small because fear is that threshold that separates you from where you are now to your expanded self. There is no way to expand and increase your life if you don't go, you have to go through that fear and that uncomfortable process in order to expand. So I'm very grateful to my fears and I still have them. Okay, it's not like a one time thing. Before any big event, I go crazy and I am already telling myself, okay, Marina, calm down. This means that you are expanding. Expansion is not comfortable, really not comfortable.
2: Yeah, I can testify to that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> That's like giving birth to any anything, you know? It's not a comfortable experience. I love it. This is yeah, it's super, a little messy.
2: <laughs> very inspirational. So, what if we could um, leave our, our listeners and viewers with um, something that, that they could take away from this? What's maybe. Something that you would say to them to focus on during this time that's practical, that they could
5: use? I always tell myself that my fears are that red marker on my treasure map that show me where the goodies are. So if you look at that and see how that fear today, what does it show about you? Why are you triggered so much? How can you learn from that? Maybe you can change your priorities in life. That is the magic of this very difficult moment. So find the magic so cool. Find the magic. Are you in tears? Because you're emotionally... It's really good.
1: (laughs) It's it's awesome. We're so happy that you're on. Is he an
0: emotional guy? Wifey? Your (laughs) husband? (laughs) He's like, I'm going to fall asleep on this segment. (laughs) Before,
1: no, not at all. I'm just really into what you're saying. So before you go, please let everyone know how they can get in touch with you.
5: Absolutely. You can uh, just visit my website and you can find all information. www.dr.com marinacostina.com Thank you
0: so much for being a part of our show. And really, this was very timely um, because we want to make sure that you guys are okay. We, It's your well-being we're after. Obviously, we want to educate you on real estate and elevating your real estate IQ and how to take advantage of opportunities uh, in real estate and obviously make wealth, and as I like to say, for your children's children. But I we felt it was timely. So thank you, uh Tammy, for seeking her and setting this up for us. Oh, absolutely. I thought, you know, whenever there's widespread panic and fear like that, it's a good time to... To, uh,
2: to say something, speak up and, and help people get in a better mindset. Um, I do want to mention to all of our listeners and viewers that it is uh, also a great time to remember that all of our shows are saved and catalogued on our YouTube channel, on Facebook, on Apple Podcast, uh, if you're a podcaster. Oh Um, and on Google Play. So please follow us on those platforms if you don't already or look us up so you can give us a listen.
1: So guys, we are in our fifth year right now and we are literally in the trenches. So we are out there every single day. And if you know somebody that should be on the show, make sure that you reach out to us. It is marketing at marketoverdrive.com and we are so excited that you'll be following us Facebook, instagram and youtube so coming up next we have another guest i'm so excited to have brian mon he's from the essex Realty group brian how are you hi how are you good tell us a little bit about what's going on in your world what do we work on mostly
4: sure um multi and uh in the mid-market so anything about a million to 20 million dollars and specialize mostly in the south side.
1: And these are pl- places that nobody, this is not for an owner occupied property, this right? This is more,
4: yeah, this is an investor, investor groups. We have syndicating groups, and um, it's really, you know, there's larger properties, but there's also the six, the six flats, which are sometimes owner-occupied.
1: So let's go to the big ones, and let's, let's make sure that the guests have an opportunity to understand how they can get something out of this. I'm really excited to actually have you on. If I have some money to put to work, sure. and we're talking cap rates, mm-hmm. what kind of properties would you be out there getting right now in the higher-end range, those sure. 5 and $10 million properties that are kicking off returns? What are some of the opportunities that investors have right now?
4: So... It's interesting. So let's focus, for instance, on the South Shore. Mm -hmm. Uh, South Shore is a beautiful community. It's got beautiful um, housing stock, the buildings, everything is. is, uh, Real Chicago.
1: Yeah, for years. Yes.
4: You've got the shoreline, you've got um, Rainbow Beach, and you also have the city has spent uh, a lot of effort to get um, more investment of private and public. Combined opportunity so. zones.
0: Well, not just opportunity zones, and I think that this is great that you're on and you're following, you know, mm. um, the doctor because you're you're talking about opportunity, right? And it's right. like changing that fear, converting that fear into opportunity, right. and catapulting to your next better self. Right. So um, when you and I were talking about, you were talking about this great investment, and we'd like to say that if another business is doing the research for you then right. why don't you just take advantage right. of the yeah, big yeah. so, research? So you're exactly. saying public sector and mm-hmm. private sector have come, come together and are making yeah. great investments in this area because your office is in Lincoln Park, sir. Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure.
4: There's a, Well, there's an enormous amount of opportunity in the South Side. Mm-hmm. It's growing, and as I mentioned, for instance, um, there's a listing I have, uh 62 units mm-hmm. in uh, 6800 South Dorchester. Um, and there is a park that is being built right next door to it. it's gigantic and they're going to have it's called Kenwood Gardens and they're going to have artist studios and they're going to have a lot of different uh, community driven um, teaching classes and pottery and a lot of um, very cool things that normally you see it on the north side and now because of this Invest Southwest that um, the mayor did and and, um, they're bringing in they brought in this guy, uh, Maurice Cox, that I think is a very interesting character. Um, he's kind of the Detroit uh, guru that you know, got Detroit back on its track, um, and uh, they are really spending a lot of money. I think it's uh, $750 million wow. um, just on these, um, these kind of projects and, and Hit me with some numbers. I want to know a property. So that yeah. one at 6,800
1: South Dorchester, sure. what's it listed for?
4: That's, a, that's a 62 units, Okay. Uh, 5.3 million, and that's about an eight and a half cap rate.
1: Perfect.
0: Wow, and, eight and a half.
4: Right, yeah. And that's, I don't want to say stabilized. You got to repair some of the units, but it's mostly subsidized or so about 45% subsidized. Uh, that means that- Secure income. Secure income—you get a paycheck every month, the beginning of the month, from the government, um, and so that kind of helps you stabilize the property quite a bit.
1: Eighty grand a door, give or take. What's the yeah. price per unit? Right. If I'm yeah. Doing that in my head? Some,
4: something like that. We're, we're at eighty-five a door, yeah. or take. And what are the rents uh, on that? And so these are gigantic units. So you're looking at a three-bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, and they're getting fourteen hundred.
1: So there's opportunities that 's a Definitely. really great one okay
0: right, so, so we can expand our listeners and, and people who are watching us there you know real estate i q what right. what can what are the trends with a three bedroom versus a two bedroom versus a one bedroom? What do you expect is uh, to have as a tenant for you, and what does that mean to vacancy rates
4: so vacancy has been dropping dramatically, so we 're seeing a lot of investors from out of state, a lot of uh, people from New York coming to buy stuff in the south side partly because of what's happening uh, in New York with the rent control and a lot of other issues. Um, and they're seeing the yield opportunity. If you're looking at a lender, you know, the residential, we chatted a little bit about this, the residential is giving great loans, and so are the commercial. Commercial loans, we're looking at under 4%. Um, that's very attractive. So
0: the cost of doing business in this 5 million range is yeah. definitely warranted with respects to interest rates. Right. Uh, Joel, do you work in the commercial arena with respects to inter- uh, with uh, loans?
1: I know enough to be dangerous, but I stick my feet <laughs> firmly on the residential side. And that's the reason I was asking him so many specific questions yeah. before we wrap up. I need to know where they can find you. Okay. Yeah,
4: sure. Um, the website yeah. is usually the best way. Yeah, tell us. Uh, and uh, I have a Twitter handle, which is uh, Brian underscore Mond, uh, last name M-O-N-D. Did you say
1: Twitter? Yeah. Who yeah. does that anymore? Everybody. <laughs> Look at <him>. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I
4: love it. Um, and no, Facebook uh, and, uh, you know, I'm... I think if you look on my name, I'll, you'll <laughs> come across me. M O N D uh, Brian M-O-N-B-R-E.
1: Essex Realty Group. Thanks Correct. so much for coming yeah, on today. Of course. You're Thank awesome,
4: you. no Brian.
0: Uh, an Argentinian in the South Side. You know, I, right. I I did make fun of him because like, <laughs> but your office is in the North Side. Come on, now. Like, do you really? <laughs> um, so great. I mean, that's we always talk about multi units, mm-hmm. two to three flats, but this is huge. I mean, we're we're shifting your mindset to think bigger and just go larger. And obviously, you know that when you have multi units like that, you can expand um, your risk because now you can have a property manager with that type of income. I mean, 8.5% cap rates. And he said, if you stabilize it, you could probably go go higher. But when you have that many units, you can hire somebody to manage the properties for you. And you can hire somebody to fix them. So
1: You're bringing a lot of money in, so these are big-time investments that we have when you have over a million dollars to put to work. It's not just small residential transactions. It's really great to have another uh, idea that somebody can bring to us, and that's what WGN Market Overdrive does. We're always about elevating your real estate IQ. We're about staying positive, and we're about staying happy, and that's the reason I'm so happy that we have Rebecca Borges from Plant Happy. How are you? Hi, Joel. (laughs) Tell us what's going on in the world of plants right now. Uh, Are they all- all still staying alive? Is there any kind of craziness going on with plants, or is, are oh, we Joel. pretty stable? Are we good? The
6: plant world is stable, thank and, goodness. And oh they make gosh. us happy. And they make us happy. Tell us about it. Uh, well, our predisposition to love plants is called biophilia. I know we've talked about that before. Um, what's important about that is we have a millennia of, uh, of human on this, on this earth, and our DNA, most of it has been spent outside. Right? So when we have blue skies missing from our lives and we are not near water and mostly in urban environments, our stress levels actually go up. So when you combine that with things like that are happening in the market right now, or not in the market, but you know, in In the market too, yeah, yeah, in the world right now with this virus, the anxiety level is on. Everybody has been ratcheted up by 10, at least some people, even more depending on how close they
0: are to the contagion. Right? So, uh, I can't sit still though. Personally, I can't, I can't sit still. I, I I have to be out and I have to be doing something. So the fear of having to be confined to a space, I get overwhelmed with that. So I love that you're bringing this to, to the conversation because how do you bring plants into it or how do you go back to that natural environment?
6: Well, there's a couple of ways you can do it easily. Now, the impact of plants in our lives is is greater with more. So one plant is great. And if you're not good at keeping them, start with one. I always suggest that. But if you can, three in multiples of three is my favorite to do anything for planting. Three shrubs in the yard, three plants in the house. Bigger is better. Greater is like more is greater. Um, I know that's redundant, but like it'll have a greater impact on you. So a big ficus, a great big piece palm, a couple of small potted plants inside the house you will reduce your anxiety overall. They don't move a lot, but it's their stability that ki- that trains our brains. I shouldn't say trains our brain, but it enacts uh, uh, the serotonin
0: and dopamine in our brain to rise, which is going to reduce your anxiety. I love following you on Instagram. I started playing with your uh, plant happy, uh, live plant happy on Instagram. And I actually am taking one of your... Um, your pictures. So you put a mantle over the wall, and you have a bunch of plants above. So I'm going to do that above my windows because I kill all the plants. So I figured if it's close to the window, it should be fine. So thank you so much for posting those pictures because it really gives me ideas of what I can and cannot do. And I hope.
2: I'm yeah. Sorry, Tammy. No, no, you're fine. Are you going to have uh, plants in your baby's room? Oh, I didn't even actually think about it, but I should. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, we can you bring in a couple this? of small plants. For sure, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love what you're saying because I feel like it goes so hand in hand with what we're talking about today with like ways to com- combat fear and what Dr. Marina Costino was saying earlier, um, what are some positive things that you can focus on and really get that whole vibration of your body and, and your immune system being focused on your survival mechanisms back to just normal, healthy function. So this sounds like plants are the way to do it. Plants are very small.
6: It's super easy. People are going to be ordering online everything in the next couple of weeks. Have them stick a plant in your basket. Have them stick to, Bring in the fresh flowers. Don't forget about that stuff. That stuff is going to make all the difference in the world, especially to us in urban environments who are going to be restricted to being inside. It's going to be super important.
0: Add it to the staging too. If you're putting the properties on the market right now, we have buyers who are still shopping and are not getting stuck at home and saying we're not going to go out and buy property. But that would be a cute touch if you add that life into the home so that um, it's welcoming to that buyer. I agree 100%. Great stuff today. It was um it was more a of a public service announcement to you so that you can, you know, just under I know everybody's working from home now. The majority of people are being asked to stay home and not uh, not come to work and come to the office. So, of course, be cautious. Um but we want to make sure that we brought you information that you could use um and also know that we are always here to help you. We are still working. We're still showing properties. People are still financing. I'm actually calling my past clients now and asking them to look into refinancing. How long after you purchase something, can you go ahead and refinance out of that loan program, Joel?
1: Typically, they want to see that you have either four to six payments in. If you make it sooner than four to six payments, the person that helped you sometimes gets penalized. So you'll get banks that say, just do it right away. But if the person helped you, you want to make sure that you've made four to six on-time payments.
0: Tammy, what would you say are the to-dos. So like, how do you prepare for that if you're looking to refinance because maybe you are at a 4.75 and now you want to be at a 3 or, like you said, 15-year was what, 2.75 earlier today? Look, two 15 years at 2.75 earlier today.
2: Yeah, I would say, um, you know, the same is going to come right back around to what I said in the trenches at the beginning of the show, which is just tee yourself up uh, for success here. What that means practically is you need to contact your mortgage lender. You can contact myself. You can contact Joel. We will uh, get a file started for you. In order for us to lock somebody, We have to have a property address and a lot of information from you. So most of the time that entails completing an application. If you can get that started, we can tee you up. And then when the moment comes to lock, then we can do it right then before the market changes when it's in that zone that that you want to grab.
1: Here's why Tammy's amazing at this, because she will answer. There's been reports right now that it's taking two hours just to get somebody on the phone at a bank. They're sitting there on hold. By the time that banker answers, they say, oh, that rate's not available anymore. So work with somebody that actually has your back that'll give out their cell phone number on air and do it in their third trimester. That's what Tammy will
0: do. (laughs) Thanks, Joel. She says she's going to work up to and maybe while she's in the delivery Push! (laughs) I'm locking. Push!
2: Lock. (laughs)
0: Push and lock. Great stuff, guys. Thank you so much a my mod squad for showing up today and not canceling including Tony P I'm going to do a shout out because I know he didn't want to address this but you know Tony makes a living out of events and promoting events and it's kind of a sad day for most of us to be able to to have to come here and tell you that our events have been canceled because we live for networking Um, again Thank you to everyone who bought tickets to our St. Jude event and we are not canceling. We are rescheduling until we decide or we come together and decide on a new date.
2: Yeah, the events will be back, everyone. This is not like no, there's no funeral for events. Uh, We just are taking some safety precautions and that'll be a little while and then we'll be right back on track.
1: So I wanted to make a quick little announcement because I know that she was, you guys put a lot of work into this big event that's coming up. So today I spoke with our CEO and we're making $1,000 donation to the St. Jude's oh on God. behalf thank of you guys. Oh thank you. And that, You're so amazing. And when the event does come back on air, we're going to make sure that we get a bunch of tickets. So that's on behalf of Joel Schaub and Guaranteed Rate. You guys really put a lot into it. So that's a little surprise for you. And Aww. for all the listeners out there, remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel and we will continue to bring you news that you can use and things that will elevate your real estate IQ.
0: Love you, Joel. Mm-hmm. You just like literally, I'm mush for you right now. Yeah. You're the best. I'm like marjoring on a sunny day. <laughs> 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 it was a wonderful thing. Yeah, Thank you, <laughs> thank Joel, for that. You so much. Remember to follow us. We are on social media, our stories. We're working on that YouTube channel. And again and again, we're just here to service you and educate you and elevate your real estate IQ and bring you opportunities so that you can flourish with us. Rebecca, thank you so much for you know bringing this plant-happy life into our studio. Thank you very much. And you- Tammy, yes, thank you so much again as always. It is a pleasure. And again and again, thank you for spending this evening with us. See you again next time.